morning one two three lori instagram jesu lolua Fresh 107.9 FM. From the rock city of Nigeria. Rock city of Nigeria. This is Fresh 107.9. And that's the human race, okay? Race, okay? Human race, okay? Oh ho.
7.9 FM, Abelkota. Good morning to you, wherever you're listening to us from. Uh, today, Thursday, the third day in the month of June 2021. Uh, good to know you're there as we uh, get together to take a look at the headlines on the dailies this Thursday morning uh, for one more time this week. Wale Bakar is my name. Thank you for joining the program this morning. The 
Punch, The Guardian, The Nigeria Tribune, The Pen Pushing Newspapers, The Premium Times are some of the options available to us uh, this uh, morning. Uh, quite a number of headlines to look out for. Um, as always, uh, this uh, morning, uh, well, I'll, I'll just go right ahead and mention some of them just before we get back to uh, talk about some. Remember, you get a chance to be a part of the discussion as well via Twitter at FreshFM, Abelkuta on Twitter. We're live on Facebook. Uh, you can as well join us via that avenue and drop your contributions. On the point this morning, Nigerians attack federal government. Government fumes as Twitter deletes Buhari's civil war post. Uh, that's there uh, on the uh, punch this morning. Oshun bank robbers flee as police hunters confront raiders. Casualties unknown is another uh, on the punch. We know those behind killings, but haven't labeled them terrorists. That's according to Reverend Father Matthew Kuka. It's also on the punch. Uh, this uh, morning, Niger meets abducted students' parents, restricts motorcycle operations, also on the punch. 81 suspected kidnappers, bandits paraded. 17 AK-47 rifles recovered. Is there on the punch as well uh, this uh, morning. The Nigerian Tribune, ethnic religious suspicion, fueling crisis in Nigeria. That's according to the Alafi of Oyo, is there. Uh, on the Nigerian Tribune, insecurity. Police uncover local AK-47 factory in Plateau. Also on the Tribune, those who govern us have no blood in their hearts. Kuka is on the Tribune. APC, who's Mimiko, is also there uh, to look out for uh, on the Tribune. The Guardian, uh, this morning, with some of these uh, reports as well, to look out for fireworks. Anger, Trail Buhari's shock threat to secessionists is there on The Guardian uh, this morning. Five killed as robbers attack banks, police station in Oshun. Federal Executive Council approves 5.6 billion naira for 37 COVID-19 oxygen plants. Also there, Oyo Amoteko boss alleges plan by foreign Fulani herders, bandits to invade Southwest. Senate moves to end first degree HND dichotomy is there on the Guardian as well uh, this uh, morning. That particular one was greeted with a lot of um, uh, great uh, words yesterday. Uh, is on a lot of the dailies uh, this morning actually. Uh, Melami reacts to report he advised Bari to suspend Nigeria's constitution. Uh, that's on the Premium Times. Seven people killed as armed robbers invade banks, police station. In Oshun is there uh, on the Premium Times. Nigeria Army repels ESWAP attack on Dambua, kills 50. Uh, that's also there uh, to look out for uh, on the Premium Times. The Pen Pushing Newspapers uh, says Governor Tom's aide shot dead. There's also Twitter deletes Buhari's controversial tweet. Journalism teachers visit Pen Pushing Media to assess students on internship. Is another uh, on the Pen Pushing Newspapers. As well this morning. There are quite a number of them uh, to look out for on a lot of the dailies uh, this uh, morning. Uh, we'll, of course, um, get to talk about some of them. At Fresh FM, I've on Twitter. Uh, is an avenue for you to drop your contributions. Uh, to drop your contributions uh, via Facebook as well. We're glad to hear from you. I will definitely talk to you via the phone lines at some point on the program this uh, morning. But uh, let's take a peep into some of the headlines this Thursday.
Fresh the President, Fresh 107.9 FM. Thank you for staying with us uh, this Thursday morning. Uh, the punch and a number of the dailies this morning uh, have the reports about uh, what happened with the President's um, post or you know, threats to those um, he said were the stop in the country uh, because it's reference to the Nigeria Civil War. Uh, the uh, social media giant Twitter later on deleted the president's post or the president's tweet and um, it did uh, get a number of Nigerians uh, talking uh, since uh, yesterday. Nigerians attack federal government. There's also government films as Twitter uh, deletes Buhari's Civil War post. Is there. Uh, on the punch uh, this uh, morning it is on a number of the dailies like i said uh but on the punch uh, this uh, morning uh, comes with the riders president's comment suggests violence may incite bloody reactions sans cso's others federal government threatens u.s firm accuses twitter of polarizing nigeria alleges mission suspicious is there on the punch. Senior lawyers, human rights groups, and Igbo social cultural organization, Dioanese Indigbo, have ailed a social, uh, social media giant Twitter for deleting a controversial post by President Muhammad Buhari on Nigeria civil war from 1967 to 1970. The tweet, which was posted on Tuesday, read in part, Many of those misbehaving today are too young to be aware of the destruction and loss of lives that occurred during the Nigeria civil war. Those of us in the fields for 30 months went through the war will treat them in the language they understand. The tweet attracted strong criticisms with many Nigerians saying it was a threat to commit human rights violations. Following several complaints, Twitter bowed to pressure deleting the tweet. A comment by Twitter stated this tweet violated the Twitter rules. Now, the social media giant had earlier in the year banned the U.S. President Donald Trump for his inciting comments, which led to the attack on the U.S. Congress. Uh, the federal government in its reaction said Twitter's mission in Nigeria was suspicious. The Minister of Information and Culture, Lai Mohammed, who said this while addressing State House correspondents at the villa in Abuja on Wednesday, uh, labeled Twitter as complicit in the polarization of Nigerians. He said, I quote, Twitter may have its own rule, but it is not the universal rule. If Mr. President feels very bad and concerned about the situation, he is free to express such views. Now we should stop comparing apples with oranges. If an organization is proscribed, it is different from any other which is not proscribed. Uh, he says, when an organization gives directives to its members to attack police stations, to kill policemen, to attack correctional centers, to kill warders, and you're now saying that Mr. President does not have the right to express his dismay and anger about that, then you are the one guilty of double standards. Uh, referring to the IPOP leader, Anam Dekanu, uh, Mr. Uh, Ajilai Mohammed said there was no reason to justify a leader who stays somewhere outside Nigeria and directs his members to attack the symbols of authority. The police, the military, especially when the organization has been proscribed. They added that no one could justify giving orders to kill policemen or anybody you do not agree with. Well, um, the, the rest of what um, the Honorable Minister had to say is there on the uh, punch this morning. is on a lot of the dailies. Because uh, in his, he did say uh, that it's interesting for him. He found it interesting that Twitter uh, allowed certain things to go, but then uh, decided to flag the president's tweet. He did reference the NSAS, uh, referenced uh, some of the things that have been said uh, by well pro-IPOP people. Uh, saying uh, it's interesting that Twitter have let this go, but now that the president has said something, uh, they are flagging it. Uh, and, uh, you know, he ended by saying their uh, mission in Nigeria uh, is suspicious. And, uh, and I find it quite interesting because I know that at the time, uh, Twitter chose Ghana 
as headquarters over Nigeria, it led to a lot of talks. And you know, for some people, they've uh, begun to say, "Oh, uh, this was why they didn't come here." Uh, there were always questions about human rights violation and some of obeying the rule of law and all of these things. But uh, for the federal government, they say uh, Twitter is part of those polarizing the country. Uh, the editor of the Nigerian Gateway, Mr. Darryl Falani, is with me this morning. Good morning to you, sir. Good to see you. Good morning. Um, did, did you? To, because yes, a lot of this uh, conversation started with uh, Twitter deleting the president's post after the number of reactions. Uh, d- did you find any issues with the president's words before this whole deletion and the comments that followed it? Well, I I would have preferred a situation where the president would, rather than speaking, you know, act on the insecurity situation, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, you, it is your your action rather than words that I would have preferred uh, you know you know that that, that that would have dealt with the criminals you know if there are criminal if there are, if crime is committed anywhere hit them hard you know with the state's uh, resources and state's apparatus so rather than talking you know me I, I, I don't I don't like rhetorics rhetorics we don't the, the problem is still there while we are take, doing a back and forth on on what he said and what he didn't say. Having said that, you know, comments should be diplomatic, you know, and, you know, people, some people are still aggrieved mm-hmm. over the war. So we should be sensitive in making comments, you know. You know comments should be, you must weigh the two sides, you know, before of what you say, you know, and, you know, you don't uh, deliberately hurt people with your words. And that's why we're having various reactions. Some people feel hurt, you know, uh, but the president also is also entitled to his own opinion, opinion so, 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 so. so he has expressed himself but unfortunately the way he expressed it you know some people are questioning it that it's not statemanly you know so <laughs> and, and so, so these are these are these are the issues but in, in, in a situation apologies to boss in, in a situation where obviously uh you just referenced out some are still aggrieved by the events of the war in a situation where obviously some people did not enjoy or did not take too kindly to what the president said uh, some of them uh, rightly so because they are still aggrieved by the events of the war some of them just jumping on the bandwagon to criticize the president as uh, you know what maybe it is what they love to do but uh, wouldn't it have been uh, would you have preferred that the president or Alajilai Mohammed came out to say, well, this was what the president met, meant. If uh, it was offensive to some individuals, apologies, uh, but this was what the president meant. But, yeah. but instead, what the federal government has come out to say is, oh, uh, some people can say this, it is all right, but when we say this, it is bad. Yeah, it, it's ego, and you don't want your principal to look bad. You know, as a, as a, as a, as a manager, as a PR person, you always want your principal to look good. So that's what Alaji Lai Mohammed has done. He's done his job. But, but, to but, but his principle. Does, does the president end, end up looking good if uh, all you've done is give excuses? Or, uh, Of course, there are people who yeah, find argument, nothing wrong with what the president has absolutely. said. Absolutely. The, 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 the argument is there. But, you know, the man has done his job to defend his principle. You know, going forward, you know, we should be temperate in our language. That's a, that's a lesson here. Mm. Uh, because uh, the uh, a lot of the uh, reactions, uh, the Onese Indigo, uh, they had a lot to say, uh, referencing the war, uh, saying uh, the president uh, didn't choose the right. Well, uh, they didn't enjoy the words of the president. Uh, of course, uh, the 
uh, a lot of others have also spoken about it. I saw I saw the preponderance of uh, comments on Twitter yesterday. Uh, just like I said, for some, uh, they of course uh, understood the president's words. Uh, they saw uh, the dangers in it, and they flagged it. For some individuals, it was just another opportunity uh, to attack <laughs> the president. And w- w- one would say, because this was a contribution I saw yesterday. Uh, so you know, while there were the talks about how some people would just seize every opportunity to attack the president, someone did say that even the president or the presidency isn't doing so much to help itself. Uh, it's, it's just leaving itself very vulnerable to, to these attacks, uh, so to speak. Yeah, well, the government, the prerogative of government is to safeguard lives and property. So rather than having a big break back over these utterances mm. and everything, mm. I would want a situation where government should step up, you know, its action against criminals. You know, anywhere crime is committed, let there be punishment. Already before the um, Twitter situation yesterday, uh, the immediate reactions that trailed the president's uh, threats uh, from some quarters were that uh, enough of issuing of threats, just go ahead and act. Uh, you know, it sounded, I, I was saying yesterday, it sounded similar to uh, some weeks back when the president was saying, uh, don't think we can get you, don't think we can, you know, eat you out. How about you leave that? Just just go ahead and get them or go ahead and eat them out, as you say. Well, it's there on the number of the dailies. Nigerians attack federal government, uh, government themes as Twitter deletes Buhari's Civil War post. Uh, is there uh, on the punch uh, this uh, morning. Uh, there are a number of other dailies with it. The Guardian as well uh, says a fireworks anger trail Buhari's shock threats to secessionists is there uh, on the Guardian uh, this uh, morning uh, to look out for. Uh, there is uh, this one. Nigeria Army repeals this swap attack on Damboa kills 50. Uh, that's there. There's also seven people killed as armed robbers invade banks. Uh, police station in Oshun. That's actually on a lot of the dailies, although there is um you know there are different numbers being uh, reported well some say five uh, some say seven uh it's just different numbers uh, but uh, the premium times uh, this uh, morning uh, says seven people killed as armed robbers invade banks police station uh, in Oshun. Uh, no fewer than seven people including police officers were shot dead in Oshun state on wednesday evening as armed robbers attacked two banks and a police station sources witnessed the incident uh, said the operations were carried out at the first bank in ikiri and access bank in akwomo around 6 p.m the robbers who also attacked the Kiri Divisional Police Headquarters killed four police officers and three residents. Um, a witness who pleaded anonymity said, I know of two who died in the incident. They were at the ATM points when they were hit by stray bullets. Uh, the police spokesperson, Yemi Siokpalola, confirmed the incident in an interview on Thursday morning. Uh, she said the armed robbers were about 35 and they came in five vehicles to carry out the operations. Well... Uh, is there uh, on the premium times also on the uh, punch Oshun bank robbers flee as police hunters confront raiders casualties unknown well that's how the punch reports it uh, some other dailies say five some say seven already uh, from that robbery uh, so sad uh, so sad uh, so some of these occurrences 35 of them wow. that's, that's what we're talking about the insecurity in the country Mm. The Nigerian Tribune uh, editorial yesterday was saying the only place where Nigerians are safe is the graveyard, which was very sad. Wow. Uh, at, you know, so, so that's the situation. where the, the insecurity situation is something that government should do some top priority, you know, not rhetorics. Mm. Not rhetorics. We've had a lot of rhetorics. Let's have action. 
let's secure the people let's secure lives and property because daily people are becoming you know <laughs> helpless well the uh, uh popular reverend matthew kuka uh is of the opinion that those really not have no blood in their hearts uh is on the tribune uh those who govern us have no blood in their hearts kuka uh, is there on the Tribune? Catholic Bishop of Sokoto Diocese, right? Reverend Matthew Kuka. I uh, said the continuous killings of citizens in the country show that the presidential villa, government houses, and national assembly are not evidence of civilization. He also added that the political leaders have no blood in their hearts. He said this in his homily at the burial of Reverend Father Alfonso's Yashim Belo of Our Lady of Apostles Catholic Church, Kaduna, on Wednesday. Reverend Father Alfonso Yashin Bailey was kidnapped and murdered by bandits on May 21st, 2021 in Katsina State. He said, I quote, those who govern us are allowing the killing of citizens because they have no blood in their hearts. Bishop Kuka said there is nowhere in the world where barbarity and killings of people are manifesting as it is in Nigeria today. The continuous murder of our people suggests that our beautiful presidential villa, national assembly and government houses are not evidence of civilization. How did Nigeria come to this tragic situation? He asks. We know who they are, who they believed in, and where their inspiration comes from. The government has never declared the kidnappers to be a terrorist group. There is no ambiguity about those who are killing our people and why they are doing so, and where their inspiration comes from. We hear and live with stories of complicity at the highest level. We as Christians can only rely on the faithful word of God, he said. Well, he went on to urge Nigerians to remain steadfast in prayer, saying that God will lead his citizens out of this tragic situation. Um, it's there on the Tribune. Um, the Punch also uh, has the report. Uh, says, we know those behind killings, but haven't labeled them terrorists. Kuka. Uh, that's another on the punch. Uh, the Niger- the Guardian also uh, with the report. Well, the, the, it's just there what the um, you know, the Reverend Father had to say, and it was particularly sad. He was speaking at the burial of you know another father uh, who was abducted and then murdered uh, by kidnappers um, last month, uh, towards the end of last month. And th- this is, these are things that that have happened. This is only being talked about because it's. A, it's a celebrated case. Uh, there are so many others that are happening uh, ac- across the country. But, but that part where he says that uh, it is what for him, it was worrying that we know those who are doing this. Well, according to him, we know the inspiration behind what they're doing. And we just haven't gone after them. And uh, and then the talks about uh, how some people, some highly placed people are complicit in uh, what the uh, in the troubles yeah, of the country. And, it, and it just appears... Uh, well, we're not doing anything about it. The, the last time federal government said uh, some highly placed people were being investigated, in fact, they had suggested uh, that they were going to be charged to court very soon, but it's been weeks now, uh, and uh, I don't know, it doesn't appear like that is something we're talking yes. about again, except there's some discreet thing going on we do not know about. When people get away, you know, you commit crimes and you are not punished, you know, it, nobody's deterred, you know, that's what is happening now, because some people are committing crime, killing people, and they are not being punished. Mm. You know, there are sacred cows. So that's what we are saying that, you know, anywhere crime is committed by who, by whoever, you know, maybe not each South, you know, anybody who commits crime should be punished. You know, so that's the thing. So the moment you don't punish criminals, you know, they, they get emboldened and they do all sorts of things. So that's what has, what has been happening, you know. Let criminals be punished, whoever they may be, whatever ethnic group they may be. Let them be punished. Anybody who commits criminal, anybody who commits crime, 
should be punished. But yeah. we, we, we continue, of course, uh, th- th- that's the expectation. Uh, we, we're talking about how those who commit crime don't get punished. Many uh, th- many reasons have been given for it. Some have suggested, uh, you know, ethnic reasons. Some have uh, suggested they are, you know, the president's people. So some have said some interesting things. No, no, does it appear to you like anything uh, appear set to change as far as uh, the approach towards these people that commit crime or this group of people. This is the, that, some this is of the these advocacy. People. This is what we are saying that anybody who commits crime in the country, irrespective of where it comes from, mm. should be punished. So, I mean, the, 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 there is no all over the world criminals should be punished. Not that uh, because he's from this stock or is this person, you don't punish them. They get emboldened and then there is lawlessness, and that's what we're having in the country. Uh, well. Uh, some would argue that the, the police would say they've been doing their bit. Uh, they'd say they've been uh, doing as much as they can. Uh, there's that report about the uh, individuals uh, paraded uh, in Abuja yesterday. Uh, it's one suspected kidnappers, bandits paraded, 17 AK 47 rifles recovered. Uh, is there on the punch. Uh, there's also been the talks about speedy prosecution, uh, saying it is another thing that could serve as a deterrent. Yes, we've had a number of uh, paradings done. Uh, the question is how quickly are they prosecuted? What's the level of punishment meted out to them if found guilty? Although there's always the tricky conversation about parading people before even charging them to court <laughs> that, that, that's that, that's there for another day anyway it's one suspected kidnappers bandits paraded 17 ak-47 rifles recovered uh, is there on the punch uh, this uh, morning uh, operatives of the nigeria police force have arrested a total of 81 suspects for various crimes including banditry armed robbery kidnapping murder homicide and legal manufacturing and distribution of vehicle number plates items recovered from them were 45 assorted firearms which include 17 ak-47 rifles 20 locally made ak-47 rifles one general purpose machine gun 9899 ak-47 live ammunition 80 pieces of illegally produced number plates and two toyota cars and other dangerous weapons uh, the police said the suspects consisting of 78 males and three females were arrested in different parts of the country in april and um, may well the rest of it is on the punch what, what what is worrying for me i remember when i saw this report yesterday uh what got to me what was the number of arms and ammunition uh, you know they were caught with and and the number of arms and ammunition we keep seeing uh in in this country and we are here talking about how uh, the police doesn't have enough. The military doesn't have enough. But our criminals appear to have enough. Yeah. Um, Seventeen AK for the seven rifles and twenty El- locally made. What El- it means El- is earlier you said that in Plateau somebody was arrested. You know there, there was a, an AK for mm, mm. seven mach- manufacturing industry. Yes, yes. Local in Plateau. So you know the, the daily the news is distressing. You know, yes, it says uh, police uncover local AK for the seven factory in Plato. In Plato. So mm. the news is very distressing. You know, you know, every day. You know, these are you know, they is, it, Nigeria has been turned into an obesian state where life is British, nasty, and short. With, yeah. with, with, with this local AK for the seven factory, what, what what do we do with it? Because apart uh, from that, we, that we, are, we talk about uh, we talk about how it's, it's been tough for us manufacturing weapons here. Uh, if I remember the uh, Minister of Defense sometime last year was at the uh, she was the center for I think uh, procuring of I can't remember the name now okay. uh, but uh, you know they were talking about how they need to step things up for the military how we're not where we should be 
I'm sure these are some individuals who have set up something, you know, that they're producing AK-47 rifles. It just goes to show how many things we can achieve if we really want to achieve it. Yeah. Although they this is being used for bad anyway. They can do spirit of human beings generally. Yeah, this should be turned to positive use, you mm. know. You know, for instance, if these guys could be taken to the um, arms manufacturing company in Kaduna, where they... I think they, that was where it was. Yes. Mm. Uh, so, their expertise will be used for positive use, you know, positively. But, you know, that's not what we get to hear. You know, the people have been, you know, because of the lucrativeness of crime, you know, it's lucrative, you know, kidnapping and all these things, lucrative for them. So that's why they are doing it. So that's why we're saying people should be criminals, should be punished so that there will be deterrence. Once people see that they are getting punished, then they will be deterred. Nobody will go on to commit crime. So we want to urge our security agencies and the government to step up. This is just really worrying the number of arms around in the society, not with security agencies, no, non state actors, non state actors, it's, it's, it's just really worrying. Uh, police uncovered local AK 47 factory in Plato is on the Tribune. Uh, 81 suspected kidnappers, bandits paraded, 17 AK 47 rifles recovered. That's on the punch, uh, to look out for uh, this uh, morning. Um, there is aha, uh, uh, well, uh, away from uh, the uh, well, still talking about the troubles uh, of the country. Uh, ethnic religious suspicion fueling crisis in Nigeria. Uh, there's according to the Alafi of oil, uh, and um, is there on the Tribune. Comes with the writer says, Return to true federalism remain potent solution. Now, the Alafi of oil by Lamidia DM on Wednesday said the ethnic and religious suspicion are fueling crisis in Nigeria, saying the return to true federalism remains the only panacea to insecurity and other socioeconomic challenges. In a statement titled A Nation on Trial of Survival afforded to journalists in Ibadan, your state capital, the monarch lamented that the greatest act of patriotism to save the country from imminent collapse is the courage to confess the truth that this is not the best moment for the country politically, economically and indeed security-wise. According to the statement, the problem unfortunately has degenerated to the level of both ethnic and religious suspicion to levels that had been unprecedented in the history of the country. The situation in the country is so fragile that one can hardly see any genuine intention in the security agencies, including the Customs Service, without reading bias into it. I make bold to say that a return to true federalism today is a necessary national imperative. Hence, I personally see a return to f- true federalism that will de- devolve power to the states as another word for restructuring, which is gaining currency across the country at the moment. Going back to the principal history of the country before and after amalgamation, the Alafian remains a major stakeholder on behalf of the Yoruba nation because as a reigning Alafian, I cannot fold my hands and see that beautiful structure called Nigeria collapse. Suffice to recall that the principle of self-determination by the Federation units was the pillar on which the country was built, especially at the London Pre-Constitutional Conference in 1959. That was a proposal by Chief Obafemi Aolo and the Action Group which the Sadan or Samadu Belo shared with him. The principle was that sectors like, like Agri, local government and chieftaincy affairs should be left to the state to develop their regions. It proceeded uh, from agricultural resources that led to the famous Kokoa's Liberty Stadium and the famous and the first television station in Africa, among others. The North later too diverted the ground up process to build the Amadu Belo Stadium, Northern Nigeria Television, among others at that time. In other words, competitive development 
was the bedrock of self-determination. Unfortunately, things have degenerated at the moment to the level of seeing any call for self-determination as an act of felony by some people. In fact, what had heightened the call for restructuring, self-determination and true federalism in recent time is the general suspicion of either religious or ethnic in some public appointments. Very apt. The rest of what the Alafi said is on the Tribune. Ethnic religious suspicion fueling crisis in Nigeria. Alafi says return to true federalism remain potent solution. Uh, the words of uh, uh, the monarch is there on the Nigerian Tribune. It's interesting that uh, at the public hearings for the Constitution Review, uh, the Let those who have uh, the, the thing develop, reduce the power of the federal government, reduce this, uh, level, the status of the federal government, you know, have a unicameral, you know, legislature like uh, the governor of Ondo State advocated, you know, and then let uh, people who are going to be in the um, legislature, let them be on contract basis, you know, not, not, it shouldn't be permanent, you know, that, these are things that can reduce the cost of governance and free funds for development. So this this is why people are saying you know agitating for 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 this. And these are the normal narrative but, that we but, need to. But do do we then go ahead with this night 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 constitution review process, or we just because it appears yeah, something some, some are saying some are saying this constitution is too uh, is too um, yeah, has too much fault to be to be amended. Let's just jettison it and go back to the sixty three um, you know constitution. Yeah, you can't just do an wholesale jettison because there's a government in place. So if you get bits and pieces of you know some of the things, devolve powers to the state, you know, let there be uh, state police, let there be you know little little by little, the war will be won gradually. You know, it's not in just in one first swoop. You know, but you know with strategy get some things why with this government that is in place get some things and during the next election do something and you know uh really really go to town you know but because now if you will say one say in one first swoop that there will be chaos it's interesting that you brought up uh, what the Ondo State governor said about um, you know scrapping the senate and not uh, scrapping you, you know, it's it's it let's have a unicameral yeah, legislature, yeah, but you know, yeah, you, yeah, usually yeah. what a number of people have said is the Senate will go and the mm, reps will stay, yeah. but let's have a unicameral legislature, yeah. one has to go apparently. But uh, you know, and he spoke about the need to have uh, part time lawmakers. Yeah. Uh, th- th- that's interesting coming from a governor, especially considering yeah. you know, the Senate is where. You know, most governors, yeah, a lot of governors have gone. You know, some 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 say they're retirement <laughs> where, wherever, yeah. but uh, you know. We've not had so many of the governors come out to say this. Uh, in fact, the other governors, when they had the opportunity to speak at the public hearings in their domain, uh, if I recall, I was saying, well, he was also of the opinion, let's rule out this night because you let's get uh, let's get of, t- of total restructuring and all. Um, Dr. Kadifaimi was saying, well, we can't just like you said, we can't just throw away this constitution. There's still a lot that can be done with it. So, uh, at the end of the day, uh, there's that uh, divided opinions. Uh, amongst um, our representatives, our leaders, uh, well, for whatever reasons, whether yeah. for their own interests, but that's uh, and it, it just appears that that's healthy for democracy. You know, mm. plural plurality of opinions. Have your say. We have our so, but you know, once you bounce these ideas in, together, in, in our case, isn't it? Time wasting doesn't it mean no, that we not. continue it's to not. be it's, in it's, this what no, some have called no, the conundrum for no, for longer? It's not. You know, they had the 
open open session mm-hmm. they will now go aggregate all these views and come out with a communique you know so something will be done if we get it piecemeal fine you know but you know wars are won by skillful strategy we we should strategize we should uh, get it in beats and everything whatever they can get now they should get the thing is that after all said and done the president should give assent you know because it was a missed opportunity for former president good Lord jonathan and you know after the national constitutional conference of 2014 you know if he had signed the thing that would have given us you know that would have put settled most of these things but he refused to sign so that's why we're here now so whatever has been done now whatever little things that can be gotten should be gotten and then we hope and pray that our president will assent so that we can at least have something. People know that this 1999 constitution is faulty and it needs a rejig. Ethnic, religious suspicion foiling crisis in Nigeria. Laughing says return to true federalism remain potent solution. is on the Nigerian Tribune uh, for you to look out for uh, this uh, morning. Uh, there, there are some other headlines uh, for you to look out for. There are some talks about uh, the COVID-19 um, and how there is a need for us to remain uh, vigilant, especially with what's happening uh, in other parts uh, of the world, the UK. Uh, they've been uh, muting the possibility of uh, probably postponing their uh, lockdown easing. Uh, in fact, uh, the cases continue to rise uh, in uh, India and the likes. Uh, interestingly, for some other countries, Brazil, uh, they say they'll be hosting a major South American tournament. Their president is saying uh, it's not up for conversation. He's saying the decision is final. It's just another very interesting <laughs> leader. Uh, Federal Executive Council approves 5.6 billion naira for 37 COVID-19 oxygen plants. That's on the Guardian. Aha. Senate moves to end first degree HND dichotomy. Uh, is on the Guardian this uh, morning. A respite may have come for higher national diploma holders as the Senate yesterday passed the bill prohibiting employers from discriminating between first degree and HND certificate holders in Nigeria. The passage followed the consideration uh, of a report by the Joint Committee on Establishment and Public Service Matters, Tertiary Institutions and uh, TED Fund. The chairman, Ibrahim Shekarao, said... The enactment of the bill to abolish and prohibit discrimination between first degree and HND holders for purposes of employment in Nigeria will no doubt uh, free holders of HND from stagnation and ensure balanced treatment with their counterparts from other higher tertiary institutions in Nigeria. The Kano ex governor said the decision would strengthen human capacity, social justice, and uh, corporate governance. The rest of it is on The Guardian. Uh, this uh, morning, uh, I, I do it's cheering as you as you say, and uh, you know this is something that should have happened a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, I, I remember a number of times when I was, I remember one time I was speaking with the uh, special advisor to the governor here on technical education, Professor Demiwa, and you know we were talking about discrimination. Uh, you know, uh, well, not necessarily amongst the degree holders and HND holders, were mm. part of it, and then um, technicians, and, mm. and and I always wondered why the discrimination. Uh, for example, uh, the growth of an HND holder does not mean that the BSC holder would not be growing. So why wouldn't yeah. a BSC holder want an HND holder to bar. grow? There's a mm. bar for the HND holder. Mm. There is when once it gets to a certain level, he cannot proceed for that. That's the thing. There's a bar. That's mm. the, so, and that's highly. You know, you know, not not fair. That's unfair. 
you know but we're happy that our senators have come up with this uh, development and uh, we pray that uh, because if you look at it it's the same entry qualification Mm-hmm. To enter the polytechnic and to enter the university, the same entry qualification. So why why and, the discrimination? And for 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 us, we continue to talk about how we don't have enough universities to cater for everybody that wants to go there. And we've mm-hmm. said, well, everyone doesn't have to go to university. Some yeah. can do the polytechnic. Yeah. Some then we should be uh, making sure that there is uh, the same opportunities, opportunities as for them. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's not that after they work for like fifteen years, they can't proceed. They can't proceed. They can't become permanent secretaries. Mm-hmm. They can't do anything. So that that's that's. But we are we're happy now. That this bar has been removed, and then the, 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 there is fairness in the, in the thing. Well, we'll see how it goes. Um, Senate moves to end first degree. HND dichotomy is there on the Guardian this morning. At Fresh FM, Abelkuta, uh, is uh, how you get to talk to us via Twitter. We're live on Facebook, so do drop your contributions there. The number is 0815 or Zero eight one eight one 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 ten seventy nine. Zero eight one eight one 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 ten seventy nine. Those are the numbers for you to talk to us via. Good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, this is Nicholas from Good morning, Mr. Nicholas. Go ahead. We can, we thank God we we now know that our president can speak. That our president can address the press. And it's unfortunate that it took a, a Twitter deleting that virtualic message for the media to understand what that is. A people being shocked next. You see, there's always a danger of provincialism. Provincialism has its danger. And injustice anywhere is an injustice to all in the north, south, east, or west, irrespective of tribe, religion, or gender. But we thank God that the truth will always be clear here or hereafter. Obviously, out of the they have the mouth speakers. It's unfortunate. Not to this stage, but our young was a full animal. Muita man was a full animal. What is happening in Nasser Rock? Well, hello. Well, we were struggling at some point to hear you, but we we got the bulk of what you had to say. Um, thank you very much, uh, Mr. Nicholas. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Okay, you'd have to try again. Hello, good morning. Hello. Good yes. Morning. Good morning. Well, good morning. Good morning. Mr. Dari, good morning. This morning, morning, my brother. I'm, my I'm calling from my doctor. Let me start by saying um, in this statement, Mr. President, on Twitter, that tweet, I, I, my opinion, I do not see anything wrong with that statement. She was stating the obvious. These people have caused a lot of carnage in that area. Agreed. People will say, why did Mr. President act to, uh, on Boko Haram and um, other banditry? But we should realize that the way these people are going about it, he can't continue to fold his arms and be watching. Later, some people will say, oh, they want to, dis- uh, to destroy the Southeast because the North wants to take over. See, do anybody, either in the North, in the South, in the anywhere, if you have done the wrong thing, you should expect consequences. 
you should accept consequences. Yesterday again, we made a statement. Nobody is talking about that. She is stating the obvious that you guys cannot continue this way. And if you want violence, there is every likelihood you will get what you want. Good morning. All right. Good morning. Well, I did say earlier uh, that the, I'm sure there would be some people mm. who found no issues with the president. You know. But for Twitter, they said no, not an art of. Would you say this? Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Yes, good morning. Yeah, good morning, uh, the guest, Mr. Folai. Yeah, my name is Folai Golan from Mishagami. Yeah, I want to have my take on that uh, paided, uh, about it to one paided uh, kidnappers, you know, from Suspects. the police. Mm. Yeah, so the suspect, yeah. The fact remains that as it is, you know, if you could remember, I mean, uh, uh, sometimes ago, maybe like 80s, if they want to parade some people like that, you know, they might have been arranged or almost arranged, you know, because when they, when they paraded them, they, they fix them up immediately, either by the firing square or they imprison them, you know, so I want to use this medium to beg on our judiciary, I think the damage has been made already. They need to approach, I mean, to their responsibility. With the uh, security operatives, they do their investigation on time. You understand? So that all these things can be a, a kind of deterrent. It has gotten to a state that we should be seeing a deterrent. We should not be seeing so many things like maybe, like, something is not happening. Thank you. Good morning. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, interestingly, uh, Judiciary is still on strike. Uh, there's been no, <laughs> you know, prosecution for months now. Well, yeah, months. It is almost two months. I should say months. Yes. Hello. Good morning. Good morning, Wally. Good morning. I'm Kyle from Madakuta. Good morning, morning Mr. Dari. Morning. morning. I greet you, sir. Yes. Um, for me, this morning, I want to give it to the relevant uh, talk from uh, Alafi. You see, very, very um, an apt that was probably to enable Buhari to walk. But I don't think that the man uh, who has tweeted is the one that we call our president. Because some people are president. I mean, they said they are from presidency. They are the one that tweeted. I still want a president that will come alive, come to the TV to talk to me. I am telling you. I'm still asking him if he can probably do the TV talk and then... You allow for all this unrest to go and rest permanently. But if not, let him come and engage you and I as a leader. Because that is the purpose for which he's there to uh, not only identify with those people working with him, but to contribute to the lives of others, you and I. I am still saying this. If not, you, continue. you see, the people like we are this morning, I know you read something like uh, in um, our forest here, yeah, some people are there who wanted to foment problems or so. These are the people fomenting problems in the southeast, not the IPOP. I'm telling you. Go well, and check. Thank uh, you very much. Well, I I'd, I'd, I'd normally ask, uh, what's, 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 what's your conviction or what's the source of <laughs> such? Because you, you stated it so categorically. Are you sure that's not something you've just made up your mind on your own, or you just looked at the city and said, "I'm my judge," and you know, yeah, <laughs> let, let, let's be, let's be sure of what we're saying, please. Good morning. Hello. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. I greet you. Good morning. Fine. Good morning. Morning. Yes. Um. On the what, what's your name, please? Okay, Engineer Kalavin. I'm calling from Songo. All right. On the issue of that uh, dichotomy between the H&D. H&D, that mm. and the degree, yes. Mm. Uh, I think um, we have for long 
been missing the issue. They, are, they both of them have different job description. As is, their job description are so different in dichotomy. But when it comes to salary, there should be no uh, kind of uh, description. I mean, discrimination. Yeah, discrimination because. They should be on parallel salary structure because both of them are masters of their own field. Mm. When it comes to theoretical aspect of uh, any issue, I think the the, the BSc are master. When it comes to technical aspect of the field, Mm. I think the the, the HND are masters on that aspect. So, I, I think uh, if, like uh, the Mr. said about barring uh, stage, what happened is that any objective any somebody that wants to aspire to a place must upgrade himself. An HID holder can still go for masters. When you want to attain higher than the level that you are, you go for training. For that training is the uh, is the answer for right. upgrade? I mean, of, of attaining to yeah, a level. Okay. All right. Good so, morning. Th- th- thank you very much, Engineer Falabi. And I know you, but particularly understand some of these things we're talking about because I know that uh, amongst engineers, you know, I studied that, and I know amongst engineers that there's always that debate as well. Although I've never seen the point, I've personally never seen the sense in it. You know, but hello, good morning. Good morning. Okay, uh, you'd have to try again. Hello. Oh, Mr. Wale, good morning. Good morning. You have Solomon on the line. Good morning, Mr. Solomon. It appears your voice is cracked. <laughs> no, no. I, I, ah, we are Logunji. Okay. <laughs> good to have you join us. Talk <laughs> to us. <laughs> um, I see a lot of reaction concerning uh, what Mr. President said. Mm. Everybody is entitled to their own opinion. Because those who are reacting to Mr. President today, we had a day when those criminals were misbehaving. We had a day. What is their comment? Look, I want to beg Mr. President, stop issuing said, take the action whoever that want to destroy this, even if my father is included, let him go for him. So people should stop when it comes to security in Nigeria. People should stop putting sentiment. They are saying, uh, Mr. President is talking about war. Those guys, are they not declare war against Nigeria already? You are burning like an office. You are burning police stations. They, they, they even went to the extent that they've even gone court. So what are we talking about? Right, are saying, they are blaming Mr. President. If you are in power, when you come to power, you, you can rebut with them and tell them to continue doing what you are doing. If you are the Mr. President, wait to speak that time. All right. All right. Uh, th- th- thank you for your contribution. You know, uh, it's interesting you say uh, that if you if anyone comes to power, they can't decide to romance with them. The the point for some people, they believe that in some other areas, the president has been romancing with them instead of taking action. You know, it's just very, uh, uh, you know, it's just very tricky. Some of these things. Uh, very quickly, Raja Fiza Bidemi.
Twitter deleted a tweet made by the president's Andrew. I think Twitter organization know the right step at the right time, and PMB is not the first person to delete his tweet. I recall that they banned Trump. Lai Mohamed Shoup. Says Parkwell. Real Arrows says PMB mission against such Southeast is not suspicious, but Twitter mission is suspicious. Lyman is doing the bidding of his paymaster. Twitter ought to have deleted the account rather than pulling down the message. Well, they have rules they follow, they don't just go by emotions. Reverend Tanik Bola says, Good morning, Nigerians. It remains two years for Mr. President in office. Mr. President should add action to the saying in this time that the nation is seriously suffering from insecurity. Funny how Lai Mohammed was quick to do a press statement because Twitter deleted PMB tweets. No press statement is made for vast, more germane issues concerning Nigerians. Uh, killing, banditry, kidnapping, what have you. All right. Um, critical Scorpio. We can now see the body language. Uh, okay, saying, well, the, there's a body language from the president about the East. Akrede Kamil to a reasonable nation. Uh, it says, to a reasonable nation, the tweet contained messages that than you thought. No nation survives under this style of governance and no loving president of a nation tweeted in such a tone and get applause. It is his overzealous aides who have no respect for Nigerians. Well, but Adam Lala says, the moment PMB's administration celebrated the so-called repentant Boko Haram members, we knew government had failed us. It failed to punish criminals, but he praised them. No wonder PMB doesn't speak at all as his words and actions appear with less. says, God will save us. I, I buy on me, buy